0: everybody, welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you, struggling this evening. I am, uh, man, I've had something on my brain, on my mind, on my heart, whatever you want to call it, since the wee hours of this morning. I, I have woke up with this burden, I guess, is really the only way to describe it. It's kind of what I told Rhonda. It just, it, it's a burden. There, there's something heavy sitting on me. I'm not exactly sure what it is. Um, struggling with a lot of thoughts today, just... Um, uh, we we have a lot going on in our in our lives, our personal lives. Um, Rhonda with her dad and 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 things and busy schedule here, so I can't be there, and really not much I can do there anyway. But it just it just this is a challenging time for us, and um, I and I, I would continue to ask that you pray over us. Please continue to pray, especially over Rhonda and her father and the situation there, uh, as we're really looking for God's. Direction, you know God's wisdom to be poured out, and His favor uh, that we have His favor in the things that we're trying to accomplish there. I, I want to share with you tonight a word, and and again, this is um, this is kind of this is kind of randomness. This is um, I'm just searching for whatever it is that God's put in me, and and, I, and I've already written another sermon. <laughs> it's already it's already set aside because it's not where I, it's not where I wanted to be. It's a good word but it still doesn't bring about what it was on me. So I I kept digging, and and in the process of that, I came across something that really struck me, and and, and I think uh, I'm going to share this with you tonight. I pray that it is um, where God wants me to be and that someone out there tonight needs to hear this word, including myself, uh, because it did speak to me even as I prepared this little segment. We're going to go to Jeremiah chapter 15. Jeremiah chapter 15 I speak a lot about Jeremiah in chapter one uh, we speak a lot about jeremiah in in chapter twenty nine verse eleven but but jeremiah fifteen and what we find here is Jeremiah fifteen is recording God laying out judgment against his people who've turned from him uh, there there's a lot of this that goes on especially in the old Testament uh Jeremiah cries out to god and 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 God listens he follows this with with um So follow along with me as God speaks to Jeremiah in his distress, and then he answers Jeremiah's heart's cry. So we're going to go to Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 15. Uh, If you want to look at the judgment that was coming, the very beginnings of of chapter 15 speaks of all the judgment. But we're going to pick it up at Jeremiah's uh, praying to God. This is where Jeremiah calls out the Lord in this. So Jeremiah 15, verse 15 through 21. I'm going to use the Amplified here, so... Uh, as it expounds and kind of opens this up. So here what he says. And this is Jeremiah speaking in Jeremiah 15, 15 through 21. Oh, Lord, you know and understand. Remember me thoughtfully. Take notice of me. Take vengeance for me on my persecutors. So, so he's literally asking, God, you, you take care of my enemies for me. He goes on to say, do not, in view of your patience, take me away. Know that for your sake I endure continual rebuke and dishonor. Your words were found, and I ate them. And your words became a joy to me and the delight of my heart. For I have been called by your name, O Lord, God of hosts. I did not sit with the group of those who celebrate, nor did I rejoice. I sat alone, because your powerful hand was upon me for you had filled me with indignation at their sin. Why has my pain been perpetual and my wound incurable, refusing to be healed? Will you indeed be to me like a deceptive brook with water that is unreliable? Now, I love this part. This is Jeremiah, this is his heart's cry. This is Jeremiah's crying out to God, speaking all of those things. Now, this is where God begins to respond to him. And I love how the response starts. Therefore, remember that word? So because of this is what God's saying, thus says the Lord to Jeremiah. Therefore, thus says the Lord to Jeremiah. If you repent and give up this mistaken attitude of despair and self-pity. Ooh, boy. Right off the bat, there's a shin kicker. If you repent and give up this mistaken attitude of despair and self-pity pity i bet we could put another word right in there entitlement if you give up your mistaken attitude of despair you think you're in trouble you think you got problems you think you got stuff going wrong and you feel like you're entitled to something you feel like god owes you something in the midst of this wow this is good God goes on to say this, then I will restore you to a state of inner peace so that you may stand before me as my obedient representative. So if you repent, if you give up this mistaken attitude of despair and this entitlement, this self-pity, then I will restore you to a state of inner peace so that you may stand before me as my obedient representative. And if you separate the precious from the worthless, examining yourself and cleansing your heart from unwanted doubt concerning my faithfulness, you will become my spokesman. Again, very powerful words. If you separate the precious from the worthless, you separate the godly from the ungodly. Examine yourself, cleanse your heart from unwanted or unwarranted doubt concerning my faithfulness. Why would we doubt God's faithfulness? because he hasn't given us what we asked for? Well, you know, there's a scripture that says that we might not be receiving it because we're asking for the wrong motive. It's a whole other sermon. So if you will separate the precious from the worthless, you will become my spokesman. He goes on to say, let the people turn to you and learn to value my values. Now, the words he's telling Jeremiah, you speak my values, you speak my truth, and let these people learn uh, to, to, to value the values that you're speaking. But you, you must not turn to them with regard for their idolatry and their wickedness. So he's, he's cautioning uh, uh, Jeremiah here. And then he goes on to say, And I will make you to this people a fortified wall of bronze. They will fight against you, but they will not prevail over you. For I am with you always to save you and protect you, says the Lord. He finishes with this, so I will rescue you out of the hand of the wicked and I will redeem you from the grasping palm of the terrible and the ruthless tyrant. Now that's God's word to Jeremiah. That's how how that chapter ends right there. So you see Jeremiah, he's crying out to God, his little self-pity, got a little woe is me going on, a little entitlement, and then God simply says, listen, if you'll turn loose of those things, if you'll, if you'll turn loose, if you'll worship me correctly, if you'll repent from all of your wrong, if you'll cleanse your heart, if you'll drop this doubtfulness in you, if you'll lead my people correctly, if you'll speak my values, then then I'll make you to these people a fortified wall of bronze. I'll make you a wall. And, and they, they can fight against you all they want, but they'll not prevail, for I will always be with you to save you and protect you. That's That's God's promise to us. Your word, This is how he ends it. Your words were found in my heart, and I ate them. Oh, I love this. Your words were found in my heart, and I ate them. And your words became a joy to me and a delight to my heart. Jeremiah did something that we seem to struggle with today. He separated himself from those caught up in sin. He sat alone. We have a, we have a hard time doing that. We have a hard time separating ourselves from others. We have a tendency to follow the crowd. We we want to blend in, we want to melt in, and that's not what we're called to do. Jeremiah didn't do so, he sat alone. He ate the Word of God. I love how he speaks that. Your words were found by me and I ate them. And your words became a joy to me and a delight to my heart. We've got to learn to eat the Word of God. We've got to consume it. We've got to get in it. We've got to change our diet to where we become hungry for the word of God. It, it's through the word of God that he speaks these things into us. It, it's through this time spent with him that he pours out over us. We've got to keep that communication line open. We've, we've got to stay connected to the power source or we don't have any power. Separate yourself from, from, from those of negativity. Separate yourself from those of self-pity. Quit wallowing in that stuff with them. Remember the, the, the story of, uh, uh, of the, the, the son that, that, that took his inheritance and he squandered it all the finds himself wallowing with the pigs, eating the same thing the pigs are? Well, there comes a point where we gotta make a decision. We are either gonna wallow with the pigs or we're gonna get up and we're gonna head home. We're gonna head back to where we belong. It doesn't matter what's, what we're going to get when we get there. We've got to make the move first. He separated himself from those caught up in sin, and he sat alone. It's time we get alone before God. Come clean with him concerning our life and maybe our lifestyle. There, there's, all of us struggle. We, we all live in a fallen world. None of us have arrived anywhere spiritually. If someone tells you that they've arrived spiritually, they're lying to you, and they got their own problems going on. Because until we stand before the Lord and he says, well done, thy good and faithful servant, enter into my rest, we haven't arrived anywhere. We're going to fight for position. We're going to fight to be positioned where God wants us to be from this time forward. It's time to get alone before God. Come clean with him concerning our life and our lifestyle. God is judging us. We're in this process of judgment right now. God is judging us. Where, where are we standing in the midst of this? It's time we repent. It's all on us. It's our choice. It's our decision. But you notice through this entire thing, God continued to say, If you will do these things, then I will do this. God's promises are very much that way. If you will, I will. That's what he says to us. If you will, will choose to follow him completely surrender your life to him man we all are facing challenges and struggles some on levels that are unprecedented some of us may not have found those troubles yet but I guarantee you they're coming our life on this earth we're, we're, we're sojourners here we're, we're, we're foreigners here we're aliens on this earth this is not our home we belong to Jesus Christ if you're a, if you're a, a born again believer in Jesus Christ if you've surrendered your life to him you don't belong here you have to be here until he takes you home but you don't have to be a part of this world separate yourself from it be your, be separated from the mess of this world get off of this self-pity entitled garbage that our world continues to hand to us this this relativism of of well you know what's good for you might not necessarily be good to me but that's okay you do you you do me now how about we do him because that's what he's called us and created us for uh, the, these messages are, are continually seeming to dig deeper and deeper into his word and his truth we've got to come about to, to where we're allowing God to use us correctly we don't have any time to play any more games we, we've got to learn to be obedient to his calling, obedient to his word, and allow him to pour out over us what he desires to pour through us. It's all about serving him. I, I, I just saw a post from a pastor uh, today on, on social media, and he was talking about the Bar, this new Barna uh, research that's come out, talking about why pastors are leaving their churches. And there's a lot of data that goes along with that but you know what? One of the one of the things that was added into that that he kind of added himself is there's a lack of servanthood. Nobody wants to serve anymore. We we see it. I'm involved in in, in a big ministry. I'm involved in Peterson Outdoor Ministries, and, and 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 we have a great volunteer base. But but even in the midst of that great volunteer base, we struggle because we're losing people who really want to serve. It's it's becoming less and less. We see it in our churches. If you're a, if you're a regular attendee at church, it's obvious. There, there's always been kind of an 80-20 rule. You know, 20% of the people doing 80% of the work. Well, that's, it's probably worse than that now. I want to encourage you to, to talk to the Lord about your servant's heart. Are you a servant? I'm not, I'm not talking about where you get glory for it. I'm talking about digging down deep. I'm talking about hanging out after the event putting up chairs, vacuuming a floor, maybe cleaning a bathroom. You know, the, the, that type of servanthood, we've lost that. We can't rely on our, on our people anymore. We can't rely on our, our society of Christians to serve because everybody's too busy. Every, it's all about me now, it's, and that's not, that is not, let me, let me repeat that, that is not how God intends it. It is not about us. It is all about him. And servanthood must become a number one in our hearts and in our lives. As we serve him by serving other people, he will bless us. If we will, he will. Amen. All right. I'm going to quit meddling with you. I'm going to leave you alone for tonight. There's some strong messages coming. Uh, God continues to pour some things out over me. I'm, I'm... Burdened. I'm. I'm. I know that we're in a time frame that we have got to learn to pay attention to what God is speaking to us today, and we've got to do something about it. Don't just hear the word; do what it says. Amen. Whew! God bless you guys. We love you. We really do. I, I love you. I, I'm not. I'm not throwing rocks at anybody because I've got to eat this word myself. I've got to apply it to my life. I'm not above this. God pours these things into me, and I have to. I have to sort them out in my own heart as I bring them to you as well. So keep that in mind. I'm not belittling anybody. I ain't pointing any fingers that don't point at me. God's calling us out for such a time as this. We've got to get ready. We've got to begin to do what he's calling us to do. Amen. Love you guys so much. Continue to pray for Ron and I. If you can support us financially, that would be awesome. I know that God will bless you for it in return. You, you can't out-give him. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I've asked him to sell a few of them when the market's high. So uh, we, you know, we can use the support. All of our giving links are on our website, www.livingloudoutdoors.com, pinned right to the top of our Facebook page. We It's easy to support us financially. It doesn't have to be great big sums. You can do whatever God leads you to do. We love everybody, whether they're giving or not. We're praying for you. Ask you to pray for us as well. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.